0: The following podcast is by Mr. Jim Taylor, elder law and special needs attorney, helping and protecting those who need long-term care. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio Network with the wonderful Jim Kaler, elder law attorney out of ohio richfield ohio and you are right outside the cleveland area is that correct jim i'm trying to remember exactly where i'm
1: halfway between cleveland and akron i'm in the next county so it depends whether i'm mad at cleveland and whether i'm willing to say i'm in the cleveland area
0: oh well (laughs) well being given that i'm in seattle um I I kind of think well you know you're in the Cleveland oh I know area. Cleveland
1: Cleveland is <laughs> Cleveland is the the one you can see on a map Akron's much smaller but yeah yeah I, I'm actually in the the county with Akron to the extent it matters yeah. but I do a lot of work in Cleveland
0: and it's interesting because I live like halfway between Seattle and Everett right and towards the water so so Everett is like the next town there's a Navy base up there so I do the same thing but I live in Mukilteo, but people go how close is that so yeah same kind of deal some about 20,
1: time. 20 or 21 miles from each downtown.
0: Ah, well, there's, it's kind of a nice location to be in for sure. Yeah,
1: It's a great yeah. place.
0: Yeah. So we're going to get back to this topic because Jim people, you know, we, t- we hear the term quote unquote spend down, right? People have no clue what this is. I, I probably talk to families all of the time and they don't even know where to begin, especially if someone is married or if they're single so there's a discrepancy is there not
1: yes there is uh and but the, the difference really is in amount but okay. if, you're, if you're married there may be a method of spend down and i really mm-hmm. need to use quotes on that because it qualifies right? a spend down for Medicaid purposes uh, but r- still preserves resources, uh, assets, what most people call them, sure. calls them resources uh, through a really roundabout way. You got to remember, you know, you, you want to deal with long-term care and look for Medicaid or VA benefits. You are stepping through Alice's looking glass into Wonderland. Down is mm-hmm. up, up is down. And we only keep it straight by smoking weed with the caterpillar with the hookah. <laughs> so yeah, you can tell how quick, how often I've said that, how quickly yes. that tips off my tongue. Uh, But yeah, it really is, Uh, you know, you you can have too much money in my world, you can have too much income in my world. And in the real world, what does that mean? But that makes no sense in the real world. So there are differences. Okay. So first of all, we we talked in our last uh, segment about a married couple and what you can do with a married couple and how Medicaid allows you to split and VA doesn't allow you to split, but it ends up kind of being the same anyway. With a single person, if a single person wants VA coverage, they are under the same asset limit or resource limit, if you use Medicaid's language. VA doesn't use it, Medicaid's language, of $130,000. We talked mm-hmm. about the real estate being different in between VA and Medicaid, and that's still true. Okay, right. But they can have more money under if they want to seek Medicaid for long-term care. Okay, long-term care Medicaid coverage. Uh, then they got to get down to two grand or fifteen hundred yeah. or sixteen hundred. Very state specific. Most states use the federal one of two grand. Okay, so not much. So big difference between what VA allows and what Medicaid allows. Okay, so um, remember that's the number I said you have to get down to if you're if you're married. You, sure. the, the the applicant's piece has to go down to two grand or fifteen or sixteen hundred. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, state if you're state single, Washington,
0: I think it's you got to get
1: down to two grand. Okay, so how can you do that? what is a spend down spend down is spending the excess money the the excess resources whatever is above your limit let's just say two grand because one that's most states and two that's my state Mm
0: -hmm. okay
1: so whatever is above two grand has to be uh, spent down or otherwise dispensed with but but acceptable spend down Mm -hmm. is spending on anything at which you get roughly equal value okay? okay so if And most places you're allowed to have an automobile. So if you would have a spend down and hide giving away money in it, let's say you buy your son's junker car for 20 grand and it's worth a thousand. That's not going to be a legitimate spend down. Okay. But if you buy hearing aids, if you buy uh, extra eyeglasses, and I mean extra eyeglasses, you're going to a nursing home, get extra eyeglasses or your home still get extra eyeglasses. They get misplaced extra eyeglasses. If you wear your hearing aids, get an extra set get an extra set of dentures. If you wear dentures, yeah, that's kind of oogie, but still they get damaged, okay? Uh, those are all spend down. Those are all okay. Right. If you, right. If you've got $10,000 too much money and you buy 10 $1,000 TVs, as stupid as that would be, it's still an acceptable spend down mm-hmm. as long as you don't give away the TVs. You can prepay okay? your funeral. You complete, one of my favorites is after we do the other stuff, the lift mm-hmm. chair, if you're, if, you're, if you're safe on your feet, the dentures, the eyeglasses, the hearing aids, those are my favorites because that really impacts your quality of life. Okay. Sure. After that, yeah, prepaying your funeral, prepaying your spouse's funeral, you can't overpay. You can pay what the cost estimate is and you can, in theory, lock it in if you pay it at, at a funeral home, but some mm-hmm. funeral homes don't really do that. Uh, and stuff that's not under the control of a funeral home, like the casket, that's not going to be locked in anyway because a funeral home can't, can't control that what you can lock in is the cost of the funeral home services. Okay. Right. Uh, but so you, you may not, the family may have to make something up when you die, but still you've paid most of it. Okay. Sure. That's a great thing. In some States like mine, for example, you can prepay funeral insurance for others or you can prepay their funeral at the funeral home. But we, I generally like to use insurance. The reason we can do it here is because whoever wrote the rule on prepaid funerals wrote it so poorly I could prepay your funeral if I was seeking long-term care. You and I are not related at all, but the rule is written so sloppily that I can't, okay? Amazing. Yeah, but then when you die, you don't use it all. It comes back to me if I'm still living. So, but, you know, you do it for family, it's no problem. Sometimes I have to walk a caseworker through it, okay? Prepaying a funeral is a great way to use that money because you're pretty sure you're going to have a funeral, okay? Okay. I'm assuming you're going to die, even if you don't need long-term care. I suspect you're going to die at some point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, no one's beaten that yet, to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. So um, that is a great way to, to use extra money,
0: mm-hmm. okay?
1: What the what the nursing home or assisted living or home care agency wants you to do is private pay them until your money's gone. Right. That's still an okay spend down. It may not be the spend down you
0: want. Some but require still- it. And I yeah. hate to say it, like some there's some communities that require people to pay uh, privately for two years before they'll convert them and take Medicaid. Um, some, that happens. Some out, here, some out
1: here require them to pay until the money's gone. Yeah. They demand to know every dollar you have and yeah. they require it to be paid to them. Uh, the thing is, if they accept Medicaid. Mm-hmm. They have a harder time doing that. Now, assisted mm-hmm. livings were allowed to do that here in Ohio. I suspect they were allowed to do that in many states. Okay. Right. They're allowed to have some private pay, uh, and, and and potentially demand it as long as they can get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if it's a nursing home, they can't do that.
0: Right. Okay. Right.
1: And uh and if it's a an assisted living, you look have someone look carefully at their terms and conditions, their admission agreement or residency agreement, yeah. they call it. There may be a loophole there. Just have a smart lawyer look at it. And maybe only what you disclose has to be privately paid. Sure, sure. Okay. So there are other ways to skin that cat that may or may not be successful.
0: Right. So, so I'm, I know the answer, but I really want to bring it up just for clair- clarity. There's a lot of seniors out there specifically that are tithing regularly to their church or their uh, charitable cause or something like that. What happens in those situations?
1: toss a coin okay it really is state dependent it -hmm. can be county dependent and it can be caseworker dependent okay the law and the rules say if there is a pattern of giving and that is simply a continuation of the previously existing pattern of giving correct then it won't be penalized Right. however I have seen a lot of pushback on those from various counties. And, and then the next mm-hmm. county, yeah, yeah, fine. No problem. It just flies through.
0: Well, but in I'm church membership, pushback. church membership is oftentimes contingent upon that tithing. Um, yeah. And in that case, uh, I have seen, I, my, it's my understanding, that's why I wanted clarif- clarity, that usually they will allow that. Yeah. But I, I want to make sure that that's, I wanted to get that from you.
1: Yeah. And I wish I had a clear-cut answer for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I think most cases on that have won, and frankly, in large part, because the church is a difficult constituency to anger. Right. That get a lot of pushback politically. So I, I think most cases have won, but... You have to be consistent with what you were doing before.
0: You can't just all of a sudden, if you've never tithed to a church and then give a $10,000 check, that's going to be a red flag.
1: Or even if you have tithed and the tithing was $400 a month.
0: Yeah. And, and all of now a sudden you 10 gave grand 10 grand. All at grand. once.
1: dollars yeah, no. Nope. They, they will jump on that. Correct. That Correct. does not follow the pattern of giving.
0: So it's a consistent. Um, yes. amount every month so if you're tithing or every quarter or, month, or every
1: year yeah, yeah whatever whatever your pattern was mm-hmm. they will allow you that pattern or not right but they won't allow you to really jump from that pattern okay right. Right. if you had been 200 and then several years ago you went to 300 and a couple years after that you went to 400 mm-hmm. they will probably have to honor you sticking at 400 but if you try to go to 500 right before you apply for medicaid nope Got they it. may penalize 100 they may have penalized the whole 500. Got it. Just because you changed. Yeah. And it depends how much pressure they're getting from their governor to find ways to cut the costs.
0: Sure. And that's the main thing is like to talk to somebody like an elder law attorney that can help to guide you in your state, because every state is different. I know in Washington state, you're allowed to have three thousand dollars left okay so we're different in that way but a lot of what you're saying is absolutely true and that is we've i've talked to several families that have said well can't my mom has you know twenty thousand dollars in the bank but we really need to get going on medicaid but she can't really qualify to even apply until she's got three thousand left so can we give it all the church no you can't no, <laughs> you have no. to do it for yourself so yeah. those are some things that um that amount of money
1: is really good for funeral planning with other family family Correct. Members that's if what i it's was allowed to in it your at. state okay?
0: yeah yeah if yeah. it is
1: allowed in your state yeah uh so that that's really tricky and i realize we didn't get to what can we do with the extra money when you have a spouse we'll cover that in some future segment but that's really interesting and also very very state dependent
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And so what do you do when it's time for care and you know that there's some resources out there for you? Um, Jim and I are having this discussion today, and we'll be right back right after this. State of Ohio residents, you have a friend to help you navigate long-term care while protecting your assets. You can reach Jim at www.protectingseniors.com or... Just email him at jkowler-afe, that's jkowler-afe at protectingseniors.com. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show.